Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello. We are here with you. We being myself, Nadine Blaney. And Danny Akuye. On a day, Danny, that I was a bit surprised to see our market continue to hold on to positive territory, Absolutely. even in the face of U.S. Treasuries coming off. Absolutely. It was actually a pretty commendable performance. So let's just have a look. I've got the ASX 200 up 12 points, 0.18%. SIBO 200 a little bit weaker. We really faded into mm-hmm. the close. SIBO up just over a point, pretty much flat. But I think it could have been a lot worse given the moves that we've seen in oil and gold, risk off, all the narrative around what's going on in the Middle East and obviously U.S. futures, which are weaker. Yeah, it's pretty serious, isn't it? I mean, war. Seems to be. Yeah, it, yeah. One of our key themes, obviously, is just the uncertainty. Markets don't like uncertainty. Not. This is a geopolitical risk factor. Yep. And to your point, it's influence that it's having on oil, so the price of oil yep. rising once again. Flight to safety being evidenced in gold. Golds, which we're all, you know, on a fabulous tear today. Yeah, yeah. and then, um, you know, when you think about oil you know it had been coming off oil is definitely a contributor to inflationary forces and and back we go around back we go and we've got an inflation readout in the u.s this week that's really key yeah absolutely that's out on thursday and we've also got some data out of china including inflation so it really is challenging times at the moment i mean the last few weeks between the bond markets and now geopolitics rearing its ugly head because it is an ugly head um it is challenging for investors there's no doubt about it so um yeah yeah it's challenging for investors as i mentioned we do have that inflation read in the united states on the 25th i think of october we have our own inflation read and don't forget we've got u.s earnings Picking yes. up from Friday, yes. bank earnings. Although, dare I say, it's really interesting because Pepsi's going to report, I think, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we have been talking about GLPs, these weight loss drugs, you know, yeah. for ResMed, everything else. Apparently now the latest part of the narrative is that people are going to eat and drink less. So it's really going to be interesting to see what PepsiCo has to say about GLPs, about the weight loss drugs, and apart from that, just their margins and their volume. So I think from an earnings season in the US, it's actually, this is really going to be an interesting one, apart from oil, apart from inflation. Yeah, rates, rates, rates. But you're, you know, and I think PepsiCo, I'm glad you brought it up because it's always such an interesting one because you get insight into the state of the broader US economy. You get insight into 
even trucking, you know, yes. you get insight into the jobs market. Absolutely. And to your point on margins, in that jobs data that came out on Friday, I was just really interested to read that, you know, the wages component of that, which did see, show a slowing yeah. in wages growth, you know, yeah. does that, is that an early signal to a lot of these corporates that they can't keep, uh, you know, putting their prices up, can't keep Absolutely. increasing their margins? So. Yeah. It's all happening, isn't it? It's all happening. We've got you covered. But back to today, no big surprise to see, you know, the leading sector being energy. I mean, mm. Woodside was up significantly. Yeah, really strongly. Santos as well, as well as Beach Energy. And uh, as you say, no surprises there because they had actually been quite weak in the run up to that quite a strong fall off in oil prices down to $85 a barrel. And I spoke to CBA today. They think yeah. we might be back up to $100 or up to $100 a barrel really? in the short term. Yeah, That was Vivek Dar. Yeah, uh, we've got that interview great. up online. Yeah. yeah, he's really good. I look forward to his charts of the day every day. Um, look, as far as sector goes, healthcare was an outperformer as well. Well, CSL is a big component of that. So that goes to explain why we're looking at healthcare. A lot of those interest rate sensitive stocks though were lower and that includes the A-REIT sector. So moving on to property and you can see, um, yes, some of the property names were also coming under a lot of pressure and consumer staples. I mean, that was one of the worst performing yeah, sectors in the was, US. I think there was, um, yeah, well, there are lots of concerns at the moment about margins and also the capacity of the consumer. And I think where there was a downgrade today, I was reading something about Jefferies um, looking at potentially weaker results here because the consumer that's really getting hurt at the moment is at the lower uh, income level mm -hmm. and they really are trading down big time. But uh, let's have a look at some of the mining stocks and how they perform today. So they did come off the boil, but of course the stars, which we haven't necessarily captured, we can see with Newcrest Mining up uh, mm -hmm. almost four and a half percent. So the golds today were absolutely on fire. Interesting to know we've seen Dalian Iron Ore slumping to a four week low on demand concerns in China. So all things <laughs> considered, probably not a Bad performance coming through from the likes of BHP, but China also coming back from that golden week holiday. So we'll have China to contend with. And I'll just quickly check in to see what uh, the Chinese markets are doing. Yeah, we've got the composite online and it's off by about seven tenths mm. of one percent. Um, there was not a lot of corporate news today. No, not a lot of corporate news, uh, really at all. I think um, it was all about, wasn't it, oil, gold, what's going yeah. on there. I think Fortescue, have they struck a deal with, with them? Gen X Power? I wish yeah. we had Gen X up on screen. It's in the smaller cap space. I've spoken with them in the past. So they have done a deal to supply a Fortescue's big project. And I'm just trying to remember where it was. The Gibson Island project. Um, with um, solar energy. And so that's part of Fortescue's renewable energy. Um, we had Meyer rising. We've got Chairman Joanne right. Stevenson stepping down after seven years on the board. And uh, we've got a current exec director, Ari Mervis, um, being appointed to replace her. Yeah, and then over in New Zealand, Fonterra has raised its milk price forecast for the year ahead. And uh, there's been a lot of chopping and changing there, hasn't yeah. there, in terms of, of uh, you know, milk prices at the end of the day. But they did list El Nino as well as um, in in their communication with the market. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it's a decent move on a day like today, I suppose, coming through. 
Um, and then I think this is the note that you were. Yes, there was a change to. a little bit in terms of some of the brokers being downbeat for the outlook on uh, both Coles and Woolworths. A lot of margin pressure going on again. Interesting that they're all these companies too are experiencing thefts. Um, yeah. yeah, that has been going up, which is also a theme that you've seen over in the US. But uh, it looks like stock of the day for you yeah. on the call today was Karoon Energy. Yeah, well, I thought energy, obviously, for pretty obvious reasons. Mm. But then Karoon also had a broker upgrade. I think it was RBC Capital Market lifted its price target. Karoon is in the Osbiz Fantasy portfolio. Nathan Somasundaram, who's one of my guests today, <laughs> has been a long-term uh, fan of the stocks. So I thought today was the day to revisit Karoon Energy. Let's listen to what our guests had to say. This is the cycle where geopolitics comes. So um, I think if you look at the data, economies are weak, you're carrying too much debt, politicians are going into election cycle, nothing like a war to distract things. So there's always geopolitics, wars end up happening around these cycles. So I'm not surprised by it. It doesn't change our view one way or another for, for the stock. Uh, but the macro remains positive and the stock is giving you the best exposure in the sector. Now it is, you're really betting on exploration success. So the story is different. Uh, it's a hold for me now. I think if you've invested in this all the way along as, as we have, you might even consider taking some profits because you're betting on now a continuation of exploration success. Now I should add, the exploration looks very, very good in terms of geology. Um, the team is outstanding, and if they get that exploration success, you could potentially see sort of six, eight dollars on the stock. So that will be remaining in uh, the Osbiz fantasy portfolio, it seems like. Absolutely, and uh, very much in terms of uh, exploration, getting that one right for mm -hmm. Karoon Energy. I know lots of um, guests really like that yeah. stock. It is one of the favourites. Well, it's one of the only listed oil producers, if not the <laughs> listed only, exactly. you know, oil proper yes, oil producer exactly. Exactly. in Australia. And well, we've seen what uh, is likely to happen with the price of oil, according to Vivek Dar from Commonwealth Bank. Um, let's see if there was any sort of idiosyncratic moves in terms of the leaders in the market today. Not uh, really. I mean, I'm surprised to see brain chip there. You know, I even Googled that earlier on to try and find <laughs> out. And if Motley Fool can't find out what's going on, then there's no hope for us. So brain chip seems to have a brain of its own at the moment. But really, it is very much, look at it. It's gold, yeah. gold, gold, golds. And they had been lagging. They had been sold off. And that was largely due to weaker gold prices. But hey, today the buyers were in big time with DeGray mining up over 9%. <laughs> There was actually a bonus buy mentioned on today's episode of The Call. I am teasing you. You will have to listen or watch it to find out what that was. But yeah, Nathan nominated the company that he likes best as far as Aussie listed gold because Genesis, Genesis Minerals came up today. So that's, okay. a, that's an explorer. It's got a crazy um, market cap and it's one of the favored 
um, apparently I'd sort of flown under my radar, um, gold picks right now. Right. And its share price has been going really well, but they were not big fans of Genesis. So there you go. There's a little bit of an insight oh, into okay. what we were talking about on the call today. I know that Harry Watt from Sean Partners in Market Matters also was talking about the gold stocks, and that is up online if you'd like to take a listen. There's plenty of analysis, both on oil and gold, if you go to ausbiz.com.au and catch up with our video on demand. Um, but Laggards, Magellan. Yeah, no, they really are having a tough time again. So their funds under management, the fall, they lost about $4 billion. Yeah. They announced it on Friday. The stock was down, I think, about 18% on Friday. So that fall has uh, accelerated today off an almost 8% uh, down to $6.70. So market really looking for them to arrest the declines in farm, even though it tends to be more institutional than mm-hmm. retail at the moment. Clearly, the market it's not liking it. And uh, looking there, interesting, Pilbara Minerals, that could be lithium. Lithium prices. Yeah, it's getting smashed. Yeah, absolutely. And Qantas just being Qantas. But, oh, Joe Aston put a little clip up online today on Twitter of the, um, I think it was the lead counsel for Qantas and his response or his interaction with Bridget McKenzie at that uh, hearing that was on last week. Oh, you got to find it. Oh, I will. I'll have to have a yeah. look because Joe is leaving, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. wonder where he's going to pop up. Maybe he'll go on a sabbatical. Well, oh, geez. Joe, you want to come work at Auspice? <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Um, Life360 was mentioned on the call today. Yeah. Uh, it's down. So look, I didn't see any news associated with it. But look, it is one of those companies that does uh, put out a quarterly report come November. So that will be very closely watched by the market. And again, you'll have to listen to that episode or watch that episode of the call if you want to know what the guys said about Life360. Absolutely. And uh, have we got some small caps? There we go. Uh, Lease Energy Limited. Never heard of it. Up 13%. And that's a bit weird. Aries Resources. Um, Yeah, there's Brain Chip again. Why is it showing up in both? Anyways, Aries Resources. And they put out a production report. I just thought I'd interrupt just in case you didn't know. And Drone Shield, I did not check for news, but I've been wondering if this is just a reflection Probably geopolitics. Exactly. And let's have a look at some of the small cap laggards. Iris Metals off 20%, Winsome Resources off almost 14. Mm, Nothing I know there. No. Let's let's check in and see what is happening overnight because uh, there we go. Investor confidence for the Eurozone, the Centex investor confidence. I will actually correct that. It's not U.S. markets. Equity markets are open for it's Columbus Day. It's the bond, it's the bond markets. markets. Yeah, exactly. So a little bit of a breather from that narrative through the overnight period. And it's not on there, but Canadian markets are closed. It's Thanksgiving in Canada. Oh, well, yeah. happy Thanksgiving oh, today. Well, thank you. I've missed the turkey <laughs> dinner with the family this year, but that's okay. Um, and we've got a few Fed speakers and their names sort of escape me right now, but I think there's three Fed speakers. They can't help themselves tonight. at the moment, can yeah. they? It's a constant conga line of different narratives to confuse the market. Yeah, right. Um, tomorrow we get the NAB Business Confidence read for September. That will be really interesting. Yeah, and Westpac Consumer Confidence as well, and also the Japanese trade balance for August. But really, again, we are focusing yet again on the US inflation data, which is out on Thursday. That's my understanding. They're looking, I think, the market for about 0.2%. Mm-hmm. 
core inflation, um, that's for September. So that'll be important. But in between then, there's potentially a lot of water under the bridge, isn't there, Nadine, with what's going to happen with Israel, Mm -hmm. Gaza, Hamas. And uh, we're seeing it today in the Aussie dollar, which is off almost 0.6% at the moment. So that really is signifying a bit of a risk-off environment going into the uh, European trade and just having a wee look at those minis and uh, pretty much down across the board. So I've got the Dow minis down over 200 points. So that lovely gain that we saw on uh, Friday, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, may, may disappear overnight. But we will have to wait and see. Yeah, and um, you know we've got over, you know, eleven hundred people dead, and as Israel is retaliating after those Hamas attacks, we've got the Bank of Israel looking to sell thirty billion dollars worth in forex markets um, to help moderate the shekels volatility. Mm. And of course, we're watching, you know, treasuries down, as you mentioned, oil surging, gold up. So it, there's there's a lot um, that markets will be digesting through the overnight period. And, Absolutely. Um, we'll cover it all for you tomorrow. But it looks as if the local market yeah. has... Let's, let's get a final read. So yeah. the SIBO 200 up 1.2 points, and that's pretty much flat. And the ASX 200 up 16 points or two tenths of a percent, closing out at 6,970. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the fourth session, third, third session in a row, maybe of, of a positive. A positive yeah, I think it might be ASX. actually. Yeah, we're really round, range bound at the moment, yeah. aren't we? It's sort of up, down, up, down, and so still below seven thousand, which you know, psychologically, is a damaging one. But you never know what's going to happen in the month of October, do you? And we never know no. what's going to happen tomorrow. We will be with you. We'll be live from nine thirty. Have a great night. Mm-hmm.